Hello everyone, it's time for another episode of the Super Office podcast. It's Friday and today I have an exciting guest from Norway, even though you cannot hear that she speaks Norwegian with, or English with an accent. Her name is Sandra and she's our uh, consultant working with customers getting ready to uh, start with marketing. My name is Hans Bronslet, I'm your podcast host and um, hope you enjoyed this episode. By the way, uh, I'm working on the sound of the most recent episode, so hopefully we'll republish that because it was uh, a little bit uh, bad quality. I'm sorry about that. But this one, we nailed it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the SuperOffice podcast. As you know, uh, I have guests in the studio and uh, I'm super excited today to have a guest that you might have met uh, in a consulting um, uh, experience, but she is the first time uh, on this podcast. So uh, welcome, Sandra. Thank you. <laughs> is it the first time you're on the podcast? Yes, it's actually my first time being on a podcast. It's really exciting for me. Mm, that's great. Um, Sandra, uh, you're working as a consultant in, uh, in our Norwegian uh, Super Office uh, team. Tell us a little bit, well, first, uh, who are you? And uh, tell us a little bit what you are working on currently. Yes. So, yeah, as you said, I'm Sandra. I've been working in SuperOffice for almost four years now as a consultant. So mainly what I do is I implement new customers. So that means sort of like translating their strategies and, and their way of working into SuperOffice so that we get the good synergy between those things. Um, and I also do a lot of trainings, both standard trainings, but also to each different company as well. Uh, and I've always had a keen interest in marketing. So when I first started in SuperOffice, I was like, I could be responsible for this area. That's fine with me. Uh, and the guy that was responsible for this area didn't have the same interest. So it worked out really great for me. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that, you know, because you're on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn, and I can see that, you know, some of the stuff, uh, when we have some trainings, it's all about Sandra uh, hosting these trainings. And you said something uh, that I like, it's all about passion. And to yeah. me, you feel like a passionate person to do stuff. And how does that, how does your customers uh, think about that as well, when you, when you come into this training session and, uh, and work with them? So that's the thing, like they see that I'm really passionate about it. And I think that really also helps the training sessions, especially sometimes you can meet sort of customers that might not have been ready for starting a new um, software or have maybe a bit of a negative attitude. And I feel like that really helps once you're really passionate about something, they become more positive towards that obviously there's always someone who's been like fighting our course internally but it helps that we're more people being really positive about super office in general mm. yeah great and you know normally i would say that a lot of our customers they they become customers because they want to get some help with improving their top line revenue sales um, an increasing number of customers come to us because they want to uh, you know get 
uh, get the hang of incoming requests, uh, customer service, you know, uh, treat their customers good. And then for a long time, or maybe more recently, um, the marketing people. I'm switching to English now, uh, since you're such a good English uh, person, right? I have more an American accent. But anyway, <laughs> the marketing, the CMOs, chief marketing officers and their you know peers, they have a keen interest in what we're shipping and delivering as well. Is that yes. something you feel as well? Yeah, definitely. It's become more of a topic lately, especially now that we have this marketing editor that's a bit more flexible than the, the one we used to have. And there are always some buzzwords going around and it really varies between the companies, whether or not it's sort of a need for all of these buzzwords and there are like different capabilities within these as well. Like not everyone needs, for instance, marketing automation, which is something that's a lot of people are talking about, but maybe don't really realize what it entails. So there are different sort of buzzwords going around. And then it's sort of my job as the consultant to be able to define whether or not is this something they really need or is this just a buzzword that you've heard and want to implement just because yeah. you've it's been a buzz around it. Yeah. So, so what are the typical buzz uh, going on uh, now? I mean, as you see it. Uh, I do hear a lot about marketing automation uh, and CRO, so conversion rate optimization. Uh, optimization. So this strategy to increase the in conversion rate, and that's something I think everyone should be looking at to a certain extent, and obviously it depends on your company size. Uh, A-B testing is also something that goes around a lot, and the possibility to use Google Analytics is something that's being mentioned a lot in meetings. Mm -hmm. So, and this, these are typical, then you need to be sort of into marketing to be able to a ask these questions, definitely. And yeah, definitely. Not a, yeah, not at least to, to meet on their uh, same level. Okay, great. So, uh, so uh, what are some typical pain points or challenges, you know, uh, that we see or you see in your, your work with, uh, with, with setting up the marketing capabilities? So it really depends again on the company size and whether or not they have a dedicated person for marketing or not because if they don't have a dedicated person for it it's just the to get started to get materials to understand the potential of it all but if they have sort of dedicated people that work on it i think that the first issue they always pinpoint is to get people to open emails so they've created lovely beautiful emails but people aren't really opening them so those are like the typical pain points depending on the size of the company. Yeah. Mm. So, so is your feeling that most of the companies that we work with now, they have dedicated people on the marketing side? Um, I'd say it'd be a bit 50-50 actually. There's still some smaller that I'm just maybe in the starting steps of this. So they're just seeing the possibilities and then looking for people, but then not necessarily having a dedicated person yet. Mm. And then some again have really marketing departments. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. So, um, so for before we go into you know where to get started, uh, tell us a few things. You know, what about the marketing, the the tech stack or the uh, martech stack or whatever people call it? What is it that you 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 can ship with the SuperOffice um, user license? Yeah, so the thing is you really have a good possibility to create 
great templates of emails naturally that you want to send out. But in addition to this, you have sort of a bank of links that you can add. So you have all of them ready and easy to implement within a template. And you obviously also have the web forms that you can hopefully get people to sign up to newsletters as well, because obviously you need a recipient base to be able to send it out. So it's all of these things that you get to uh, sort of interact and, and engage with people, communicate with recipients, whether it be customers or potential customers. And naturally, you'd want to create different segments, maybe because you have different messages depending on certain criteria. So that's also something you can do within SuperOffice, which I think is great that you have sort of everything in one place. You get the full overview of a potential customer or of a customer, so it's easier to follow up. Yeah, so instead of sort of uh, uh, sending an email to everybody, uh, you get, of course, higher response rates if you manage to segment on customer or prospect or even deeper segments. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. The more obviously refined your list is and the more able you are to create or generate a message that will be fitting for them, they actually want to open up that email or look at the content that you are creating. Yeah. So, so what's your impression? Do, do, do people you meet have these type of content sort of ready in other places? And it's just a matter of making it more uh, efficient to put it all in, in one place? Or is it like uh, they don't have the necessary components or the content? What, what comes first, content or systems? Um, so I'd say that they sort of go hand in hand naturally. But... You need to have a good message before you create the content because there's so much content going around each day. Uh, so just creating content for content's sake is not something I would recommend. And that will be something that's just extra that you wouldn't want. You want to create something that people actually want to open. So putting effort into content and having the system to do it, that's really important, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. So, um, okay. So where would be or... What are the building blocks? You mentioned it. You had sign-up forms, right? Most most companies have a form on the website. Yes. Right. But but what's the difference with the form from a SuperOffice solution versus another form? So the great thing here is that everything actually goes into SuperOffice. You can also decide whether or not you want everything to go automatically, so it, it creates a new person, or whether or not you want some control so you can uh, maybe take out those people that not necessarily are in your target. So you can get a full overview again in SuperOffice and it comes in automatically. You don't have to like download a list and import that list. It just goes from the form into SuperOffice, which I think is great and saving time as well. Mm, I see. Uh, and then you had the templates, uh, you know, is that for the mailings, the campaigns, or what are the use cases for it? Yeah, so that this could be for the different mailings, whether or not you're doing a full campaign with different elements or if you're doing a single email, sort of a newsletter just to get to know your brand or, or put out a message. And you can create, obviously, different templates depending on what the different needs are. So you can personalize each email by adding merge tags so you can have the person's name. Uh, you can also add CTA, so call to action buttons so you sort of 
encourage people to click on links because some that's some of the purpose with emails as well is they actually do have the option to um, increase conversion rates whether that be signups for uh, events that you're having or you want to get more leads or a direct sale as well so that's something that's really nice you could just implement a CTA and naturally you could add pictures and even gifts as well uh, and again it really depends on what's the purpose of your email and who your target group is because there's so many different variables younger people tend to like uh, less text and more pictures and gifts but again this is something you'd have to test naturally mm. and measure uh, measure it of course yes but, but, yeah so so the, these are great things but what are the main purposes people uh, claim to have what do they want to to accomplish with the you know starting with the marketing uh, stuff in uh, in super office usually it's to generate uh, conversions so for instance signups for webinars especially during the covid times everything was really digital and then having the option just to invite through SuperOffice that everyone could attend that link by including that in a mailing as well that was something that's really great and a lot of people uh, had the purpose to do and now that we're getting more sort of back to the physic world <laughs> then a lot of people are also inviting to seminars being more on site and then naturally you'd want to keep sort of that in a system so you can see who did sign up who are we sending out the next email to with more information about the event so that's something that's really still popular with the invitations especially mm. but we also have the sort of people just have a newsletter and they want to give out information that they know is relevant for the segments so that's still also very valuable uh, even though there's not normally a, a conversion connected to those types of emails. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, so, so that was the event part. Uh, what about uh, leads, uh, prospecting, this kind of thing? Do you see uh, interest for that as well? There's an interest for it, but I haven't really seen large in, or the large-scale customers that um they're in the sort of the talks about it but haven't really implemented it yet yeah. so there's still a bit of discussion and then a lot of people feel the need that they need marketing automation yeah. um but again you really need to have sort of a larger customer base for that to be effective i think mm. and to get the full value for that so we usually start sort of in the beginning with smaller steps ahead and then we build on that yeah yeah so uh, what are the first steps when you your typical meet? Is it like a two week project or is it like uh, two days or what preparation do they need to, to provide in order to you know, get started with this? So I think the first thing that they need is a defined purpose. So what do they actually want to get out of this? Set up some KPIs so that we know what we want to measure on. So we ensure we have the right subscriptions added uh, and then we can create the templates based on what the needs are. So it's also very important that they keep this uh, these templates in line with their expressions. So you keep the same tone of voice, keep the familiarity with sort of their brand as well. So they need to have some content available in sort of when it comes to like pictures or images texts 
So they need to have those things sort of ready before we set up an email. Mm -hmm. So it's just to define that purpose in the first, is the first step I'd say. Yeah. Uh, and the, and then when that's done, sort of that sets the, the ambition level for what's going to happen, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. then I'd say you have to get to know your customer base. And that's naturally you'd have to create mailings and everything and actually send out some tests just to create a sort of a benchmark so you know where you are, so you also can know where you're headed, sort of. Yeah. And that, that comes into, you know, knowing your customers, like, uh, do you have categories? Do you have um, positions so you can segment uh, the recipients, right? Yes. So you need exactly. to be some, some sort of data-driven. You need to have up-to-date customer information. Yes. Yeah. Data quality, obviously, is naturally really important in order to send out or have good customer lists that you want to send out information to. Yeah. What what is the typical uh, you know when you look into the data quality is is this generally good are people you know uh, the the customers that you meet are they pretty good at this or is this something that they haven't really taken seriously? So this really depends whether or not they're they're existing customers or a new customer. If they're a new customer, naturally you'd have a more refined list of who's in the system. So I'd say the data quality for sure is a bit better here. But customers that had SuperOffice for a really long time and haven't really used all of the possibilities or haven't been aware of all of the possibilities might have uh, yeah not that good of a data quality um so this is also something we look at should we maybe do our uh, a new workshop so we make sure that we can clean up those lists so you have a good list and you also have the possibilities to create the segments that you would want yeah so so going into marketing puts a new fresh approach to the data quality and is good for the company right Exactly. And they also yeah. get to see, I think, more of the possibilities and how they're all linked together. So it's not just one part, but there's like this whole box of opportunities. Yeah. Do you feel that, you know, sales and marketing, traditionally, you know, there have been two different departments in many companies. Do you see in practice that they are talking more together? Yeah, I definitely say so in the beginning, even though I've only worked here for a short amount of time, I'd see more silo working, whereas now I see that they're more becoming interlinked with each other, which is something that I didn't see that much before. So I think it's becoming a conversation about that as well, how these parts are all linked together. Mm, yeah, great. Uh, and I hear also from some, some of the customers that I, I engage with is, you know, they're more into, instead of creating leads or or opportunities like that, you know, they are creating revenue opportunities, right? It's more linked into what are the actual things that we want to achieve. Not only that they click on the link, but it should lead to something that can grow the company, right? Yes. Yeah. It's all about creating relationships, really. So not everything has to be about getting someone to click on this exact link, but it's the whole process of it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so that is uh, you know setting up the the how it looks and feels, building the template, uh, cleaning up the data, adding the segments, you know, and these can be sort of dynamic, what we call dynamic selection. So they're always there, always up to date, right? Yes. Yeah. 
and then uh, and then you said something about testing you have to test a little bit to make sure it converts or yeah just to make sure you understand your customer base because there will always be some differences between segments and whether or not that be someone is a younger segment base or an older segment base or a more traditional so it's get to know that so you ensure your emails are more targeted towards those people because that naturally can increase the open rate which is what we want to do we want people to read the content that we are creating mm. so the more you know your customer base the more likely you are to increase the opening rate yeah and then and then the links, uh, you know, open rate is fine, but you really want them to do stuff as well. Yes. What are the things they can do uh, when they read it, right? You can set that up in different ways. Yes. So you can also test sort of where it's best to have a link or a CTA. If it's on the top or in the middle or at the bottom, you want them to be also the wording to be sort of enticing so that it's not just like read more. That, that's a very general thing, but you maybe want to have a more language that's appealing, that makes you want to click that button. And again, what is the right language really depends on the customer base. There's not really a one size fits all. And I think that's also one of the important things to remember that in marketing and with relations, there is never one size fits all. Mm, I see. Yeah, makes sense. I get a bunch of stuff in my mailbox and some I just delete. Uh, unsubscribe and some I really get curious about and uh, it touches me or engages me yeah yeah okay and then uh, I guess at one point you need to press that button the send button yes are, are people anxious or are they following up and uh, getting excited see how many reads it or you know yeah, there's a bit difference here as well, because some people are just like, okay, I'm ready to send it, I'm going to send it now, while other people put more in, uh, effort into when is the best time to send it, because that's also something you need to think about, when are people available to read this, obviously, if you hit them at a time with, where they are on, on their phone or their desktop, it's more likely that you will get them to read that email. So this is naturally something you could also actually be testing, selling out at different times and see in general, when do people open it the most? Because you can set them up far in advance. You can build a template and say, I'm going to send this in two weeks, or you can just send it now. There's difference in how people want to do that. Yeah. Have you found out that, you know, some of these people sending this, they are really nerdy when they, they really want to see the the rates and the key takeaways from it and adopt it and change it and, and make it is it you know this these are data-driven people more and more of the marketing guys yes definitely yeah. and i see that becoming more and more present as well uh, and i personally i love all of that as well so i'm really excited with the timings and everything and i try to sort of bring my engagement to that over to the customers as well I think we have some. Hello? I'll, I'll stop the recording now. So um, let's uh, continue, uh, Sandra. A lot of great insights you're giving us. Um, so you've sent the mail. Um, people are 
engaging with it, you have optimized it, and then, you know, in the end, a little bit about measuring. How can you actually measure the effect of, of the mailings that you're sending out? Yes, so what I'm really happy about now is that we've got the marketing dashboards, so it's much easier to actually see sort of the click rate, the open rate, and you can have that against the target as well. You can see how you're doing against the benchmark as well. So I think that's a really great way to just to get an overview of how you do, how you're doing and to know whether or not you're on the right track. And if you discover, oh, we're not really where we want to be, then it's easy to see, okay, we need to do something to implement or to make, do something different as well. So that's really great about visualizing it it's easier to sort of catch when things are not going the right way or the other way on when you see you're doing great then naturally you must be doing something right so that's what i really like now about the marketing dashboards as well yeah so you can sort of enforce or do more of the positive reinforce the good stuff right uh, and then uh, try to optimize what's... yes exactly yeah okay makes makes a lot of sense so the new new dashboards uh, because before you could usually look at one campaign and you can see how that was doing. Now you can actually see how one campaign is compared to other campaigns. So you really have a tool to, to optimize. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great to have all of that information accumulated. Hmm. Interesting. Great. So, uh, you know, we can talk marketing for a long time, uh, Sandra. Hopefully um, you will come back uh, having more insights into details of these. Yes. Uh, all these topics <laughs> but but you know if if you look back at all the the uh, you know the consulting that you have done and see the experiences that you've gained and what are the tip uh, the typical tip uh, you want to give to to marketing teams uh, when they start or um, when they want to get going with the marketing efforts in superoffice I think the first step that I want to share, which will sound a bit cliche, but it's the fact that you don't try to be something or someone you're not, because you want the content to reflect who you are and you want to engage your people with that content. And like we mentioned earlier, there's so much content going around. So it's really to keep that authentic to who you are. And you can always see when companies are trying to be young and then they use the language not in the correct way because there's a millennial trying to write like a Gen Z and so on. So you really just want to keep it authentic. I'd say it's the best tip that I could give. Hmm. And then if you if you nail it, then hopefully people will engage with your content, right? And you will see that it works, right? People will sign up, yes. they will reply, they will... The more authentic you are, because I think people... Yeah, people love authenticity, I think. So the more real you are, I think the more likely you are to engage with the people you'd want to be engaging with. Yeah. All right, great. That's a good, uh, that's a good tip. Uh, it doesn't have to mean that you have to redo your website to get going, right? But it needs to be the next piece that you want to share and distribute. That needs no. to be sort of part of your, uh, the real you, the DNA of the company. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm. Okay, great. Well, um, anything else you want to uh, add here to this uh, episode about marketing? 
uh, get started <laughs> with marketing. No, that's the um, one thing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. It's very fun once you get yeah. started. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Sandra, for sharing your experience and insight and passion. I really like that. And uh, I hope to uh, get you uh, back again. Yes, I'd be glad to be back. Yeah. All right. So see you later, Sandra. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for today, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have any comments or uh, wishes for uh, more content in these uh, podcast episodes, uh, send me an email on hc at superoffice.com. If you like what you hear, please share it with a friend and we'll get the growth of this uh, community. So thank you very much. See you next time. Bye.